Again, on the topic of chametz in the workplace, chametz in the business world, today we're going to focus on the Iser Hano that is found at chametz. In addition to not being able to eat chametz and not being able to own chametz and have chametz in your shoes, a yid is also not allowed to benefit from chametz. Chametz is Asba Hano Minatayra, right? You'll find in the beginning of doesn't make a difference if this chametz is chametz shal Yisrael, if this chametz is your chametz, or chametz shal Akum, even if it's not owned by a yid, it's owned by a Gentile. A yid is not allowed to be a benefit from chametz on Pesach. And we're going to discuss some of the business applications that this Iser is relevant to. The most basic halacha is, is that if a person has chametz, he can't use it. He can't feed his dog with it. He can't even feed the homeless with it. Because um, we pass in chafil behemish al hefker. You can't use the chametz in any way, even though you don't own the behemah. Why can't you feed the behemah? The Mishabura says, If you want to feed a, a homeless dog or a homeless person, whatever the case is, so now you be mekayim yiratsan with chametz, so you feed them other food, but if you feed them chametz, it's called being nene. The halacha is a person, the most basic application is a person sells chametz. It happens, unfortunately, every year. People forget when they, um, they, they get rid of the chametz in their house and they sell products on Amazon. And they could have hundreds of thousands of products and they forget that here and there they have chametz sitting in FBA, sitting in, in the fulfillment center. And it sells on Pesach, and then they chop in the middle of Pesach, someone reminds them. Or they hear such a case, and they chop, they also have chametz in, uh, in Amazon. And it's been selling. It's a whole different problem, how to, how to stop, how to get rid of it. You really can't get rid of it. It's sitting in a warehouse. Pashas will become chametz shavl of Pesach. We call it back and get rid of it after. But what about the sales of the chametz? So the halacha is... In a person cannot accept money that is given in lieu of the sale of chametz. Once the, you did accept it, then it's a whole if you can keep it or not. Mikra din chametz that was sold, the money, it's already accepted. You're allowed to keep. The Mishra says the person should be machmer, and he should not keep that money. But that's all after, past tense, once you receive the money. But to take money... On the sale of chametz is forbidden, and this is a, this is a, the halach in Tov Mem Gimel Sif Gimel Shulchan Aruch. Im kanu shum davim chametz acheshesh muter. If you accepted the money, then you can keep the money. Says the Mishabura in Sif Kotan Tezvav. Right, so I'm alfagav the osim mina hanom mina tayra. This is osim mina tayra. The right place can imkain halak over bekinyasa adaraisa, which means you being over on this kinyan on accepting this money. You're being over on, on Minat Torah. But the Eved ain't a Taifa's Dhamma. But the Eved, the, the issue doesn't go into the money. But a person should not accept money. Persons right now, <coughs> Amazon, if you have an Amazon account and you realize of a Pesach you sold, I, I don't know if you could stop the sale. I don't, the, 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 the incoming wire, you can't stop the sale. But now you have money sitting on Amazon. And then they want to pay you at the end of a week or so, or two weeks. Some of that money is also bahano. If you would take the money, then it'd become mutter, right? If you take the money. But you're not supposed to take the money. 
So I don't know how to stop that money from coming in. I don't know if there's a method to stop that money. I would think maybe you could have in mind not to be kind of the money that they're wiring in and then get, and then uh, get rid of that money somehow because a uh, person should not accept that money. A person realizes he sold Chametz uh, on Pesach and he gets a check. He shouldn't cash the check um, because cashing the check would be taking the money. A person is not supposed to take the money. So... So, so that's that's the basic, most basic um, application of the isra A person is not supposed to take any money for items that was for items for his items that were sold on Pesach. And then we find another concept of isra and that is the concept of mistakim isra hanah. Mistakim isra means you are profiting off chametz. And I'm just going to say the case in Shulchan Aruch, and then we'll discuss some applications. This is not that the Yid had chametz and he sold it. This, in this case, the Yid didn't have any chametz. But what happened? There's a halach in Tafnun Sif Dalit. Yisrael shahayil etaner. Yisrael has an oven. And what happens is a Gentile goes and he bakes in the oven of the of the Yisrael. He bakes chametz, and now he has to pay for the using of the chametz. He used it for one round of baking his challah, so he has to pay the Yisrael. So the halacha is, also the kabbal b'schare, the yid cannot accept that money. Now that money is called mistake misuri hana, you are profiting of chametz. You're being paid for a person to bake challah in your oven, so for the rent of, of the oven to, be, to create this challah, to create this chametz, you receive money. The halacha is, that's called mistake misuri hana, and that is forbidden. So I'm just going to discuss a few applications. But before I discuss any applications, it's important to know that when a person, forget about receiving uh, passive income, sometimes a person in, in, active, in an active sense could be working with Chamas. And that's for sure, Mistak and Misrayanon. The Bishesh brings that narration, Tof Nun, from the Truva Sarajba. A person is not allowed to be hired as a watchman to watch over Chamas. Because that's also Mistak and Misrayanon. You're not being paid for the selling of your chametz. It's not even chametz that the Israel owns, but ultimately he's profiting off chametz by being paid to watch the chametz. Person's not allowed to receive money to watch chametz. That's all mistake and mystery. And pashas in the Gemara and Chafbeis and Ambeis and Psachem. That's before that. That form of of of, of actively working with chametz is also not even. So when you have a person who's working, let's say in a in a gentile-owned bakery, he's not allowed to work on Pesach. He's being paid. To work with chametz, you have a person that's working in a supermarket to stock shelves, and including that it's chametz, and he has to do the chametz. That's part of his job description. And if he wouldn't do the chametz, he wouldn't get the job. That passion is also mistaken. Misurina, person not allowed to do that. A person is a cashier in a supermarket. He's paid to check out someone, including in that is all the stuff on chametz. He can't say I'm not doing the chametz. It's part of his job. It's part of what he's getting paid. That's also mistake in Misuri Hano. Uh, many times you have a nurse, part of the job of a nurse or an aide is to serve, bring in, is to bring in food, and including that as chametz. If she wouldn't do that, she wouldn't get paid. She'd probably get let go. So that's part of her job descriptions, and then that's going to be mistake in Misuri Hano. She can't take such a job she, to do it on Pesach. Um, there's, a, there's a fascinating shuva that Misha has that uh, a fellow wrote to him that he, he works in a bakery and he wanted to know if he could do it on, on Pesach and Cholomoyd, 
they, the, the Gentile bakery was requiring him to work in Cholomite. So Ramesha says, it's Mestaker. So the fellow wants to know, could he even work in the bakery and not get paid on Cholomite? But he wants to do it. Why does he want to do it? Because if he's going to take off, when he doesn't have permission to take off, he's going to, be, to lose his job. So he's going to work, and this has been a gate to a nurse or any other application, he's going to work in a job and not get paid. On a voluntary basis, he'll work on Pesach with Chametz. And then he's not being mistaker. So Ramesha says that, and I believe this is in Chelik Alpha Cheshmish, but Simon base, but I have to check this up. But so Ramesha says, and mistaker got that is that is mistaker. Why are you working? Why are you working with the Chametz? You're working with the Chametz so that you have a job. So you're working with the Chametz to keep your job. You're working with your Chametz to get a job. So then all the money you make after is all because you worked with Chametz on Pesach. So it's mistaker and mistaker got so um, that's what Meshach says. It really doesn't have a, any great aids. A person has to work. A person has to take off and, and not do the job. And then it's a shayla. Could you get someone to replace you? That's the shlichus. That's the whole shayla. But uh, in general, a person should know that you can't work. You can't work with chametz. You can't do any work that in, in, entails that entails chametz. Um, even if you're not getting paid per hour to do the work, a person gets a salary, a, year, a monthly salary, a yearly salary, and it's including a lot of things. In, in Shulchan Aruch, in Yerideya, um, Kuf, Kuf, Kuf I believe it is, um, the place can explain, is the Shach, that, that any time you would not get the job, if you would straight, say straight out, I'm not doing any work with the Chametz, the Yisuri Hanah, then, by doing the job, Including the chametz, you're being you're being suri hano, you're being nana from chametz. Even though it's just part of the job, there's other parts that are not involved in chametz. But the whole job becomes contingent on chametz. If you would have said, "I'm not doing the job of chametz on Pesach," so for example, if a nurse would say, "I'm willing to do everything, but I'm not willing to bring the food," she might not get the job. If she wouldn't get the job when they hire a nurse. They say part of your job is to bring the food. So it comes out that the entire job of being of being a nurse is included is included bringing the food, and your paycheck is dependent on the fact that you brought the food, and you can't take any part of that paycheck, any part of that paycheck. And that's really a sugyan of a desire, and that's a, a whole sugyan itself why you can't take any part of the money. But that's really what's mavor that as long as the job is contingent upon doing the work of chametz, which is just part part of the job then the entire paycheck becomes dependent on the Suri Hanai, Kebinana, a person can't do such a job. So that's, that's uh, one thing to keep in mind when we discuss um, benefiting. A person can't take money in lieu of sale of chametz, and a person can't do physical work with chametz. In Shulchan Aruch that we just read, Simon Tov Nun, Sif Dalid, even when he's not doing work, even when it's passive work, which means he's receiving rent, from his oven for the baking of the challah, since that money is being earned for the for chametz, for the work of chametz, for the creation of chametz in his tanner, so that's also called mistaker, and a person can't take that can't take that payment. So the applications to that are, to this are as follows, and you have to you have to listen closely what the difference is. If a person would have a warehouse and he's renting a warehouse to a gentile, or to unfortunately a, a, a yid that's not shaymetayro mitzvahs. And the, the, the person puts in his warehouse chametz on Pesach. 
can he receive rent for that for that warehouse? And the answer is he can. And the reason why he can is because the the tenant who rented his warehouse has to pay rent regardless if the warehouse is empty, if the warehouse is full. He signed a lease, and the lease is whatever it is. It's a 12-month lease or a two-year lease or three-year or five-year. It doesn't make a difference. But the point is, as any month in that lease requires that the tenant pay pay the rent. So let's say he doesn't have chametz, still has to pay. If I rent a store to somebody, someone rents a store, and then I see later he creates a, a grocery or a bakery or a restaurant, he's selling chametz. What happens if he wouldn't have that? He has to pay the rent. So the pastures would be, that's not mistaken, no, because he has to pay anyways. When is there a problem of mistaken? So let's say you take example, a fulfillment center. Fulfillment center is a warehouse that charges me to store my pallets, right, um, per month or per week, whatever the, whatever the arrangement is. So now, per pallet, I have to pay rental. If a Gentile stores chametz in my, in my fulfillment center, I'm going to charge him for the storage of that pallet. If that's a pallet of chametz, now I'm benefiting off the chametz. Snapshot, he rented my warehouse. He has to pay me anyways. Regardless if he has chametz in my warehouse, I'm not paying that from the chametz. I have no connection to the chametz. In the case where he's paying per pallet, so now he has to, he has to pay anyways. So now he doesn't, we don't say he has to pay anyways. I'm sorry. Now he's paying for, for the rental, for the storage of the chametz. So that's very similar to the case in Shulchan Aruch, Simon Tafnon, Siv Dalid. That you can't accept money for the using of the tanner, the rental of the tanner, if it's using it for chametz. And you can't accept the money for the storage of your chametz if it's per, per, per pallet, per chametz. You can't accept that money. That will be a mistaker, misuri, I know. Uh, if a person has a trucking industry. So if a person rents, I own a truck. You rent my truck um, for two weeks. So I don't care what you put in my truck. If you wanna, if you wanna not rent a truck, but you hire me to truck a, a full load of um, of something, and I'm I'm charging per pallet per weight, so now it becomes very complicated. If one of the pallets is chametz, so how do you allow to take money on that? I'll take money on that. You're charging to to to, to freight and to truck chametz. You're being mistaken, Yisrael. No, you're not letting mistaken, Yisrael. No, and chametz is Yisrael. No, so if it be a truck. That you're that you're not just renting to somebody, and he could fill it up with anything he wants, or he could not fill it up, or even maybe a freight shipment. If he rents an entire truck to be brought in for whatever he fills it up, even if he fills half or he fills none, the the he has to pay. It could be one pallet, it could be twenty pallets. He's paying for the whole truck. So then maybe the fact that he puts a pallet of, of chametz inside this truck that's not you're not mistaker because he has to pay anyways. But the Chai Gavna that, that you're charging per pallet of, of freight, so then it's becoming, it's, it's, it's Mistaka Misriya no. And, uh, and it's also someone who brokers such a, a freight, a freight, a freight um, shipment of chametz also has a problem. A person is not allowed to receive money for brokering chametz for the sale of chametz. Lechari is not allowed to receive money for brokering the service of chametz. He's also mistaker. So any person that's in a business that even it sounds like it's very indirectly because it's not my chametz, I'm not selling chametz, etc., etc., but ultimately you're profiting off the chametz, so that would become a problem. Gavna, when the person has to pay me rent or for the services of trucking, 
regardless of the chametz being in the truck, regardless of the chametz being in the warehouse. So then the pshat is that you're not profiting from the chametz, and then it will be mutter. That is what comes out. If you go through Simon Tov Nun, Sevdalad and Sevhei. Sevhei is, um, is the, is the Tzad Heter, when, when you're not being paid, specifically for the chametz, you're getting your money anyways. And Sevdalad is when it's Aser, when you're getting money for the Sechiris of the, of the, of the warehouse. Um, and then we come to the last to the last um, part of the Isser of Mestaker, the Isser of Hanah from Chomet. So we discussed selling, and then there's Mestaker where a person is working the pile. That might be a Shaila Deraisa, Pashas Nilmar, it's Deraisa. Then there's another Shaila of Mestaker when he's not working the pile. He's just receiving money, but he's receiving money from direct from Chomet, uh, passive income from Eschiris. That's, Mishra Bruce says, it's only Mestaker with Rabbanon. Regardless, a person can't take the money. If he takes the money, he's allowed to keep it. But a person not allowed to take the money of profit from Hamas directly. And now, we have the last case, which is one step even more removed from Mestaker and from selling, and that's the Issa of Reitzbekiyuma. It's a little complicated. We'll try to explain it as best as, as, best as I can. The Shulchan Aruch says in Simon Tofnun, Sev Zayin, Aser Lahaska Kli, person cannot rent a keli any Yehudi Bepesach. So, Yid has a pot. He has a pot, a frying pan, or whatever it is, and he wants to rent it to a Gentile on Pesach. So the halach is you cannot rent it, if you know that he's going to cook chametz inside this pot, you can't do it. Why not? Why can't I rent a pot to a Gentile? If he's going to cook his own food, the, the chametz belongs to the Gentile. What's the problem? What does that have to do with the Yid? He has to pay me rent anyways, right? He has to pay me rent. So there should be no problem. So so let's say he doesn't cook up the chametz. He still has to pay me rent. So it shouldn't be mistaker, right? Not not mistaker misuri hano. So Mishbrus says, and this is the the halacha of roitzi bekiyuma. Pnei shu roitzi bekiyuma shel chametz. Sheimi shalfech hachametz b'shosha kli oimin al eish yivaka kli. Which means like this: If a person is cooking up on the fire a pot, and there's no chametz inside, he he, he has um, he's cooking whatever he's cooking pasta. So it's one big taravis of chametz that's also b'hano, but it belongs to the Gentile. Now, if that chametz would not be in the pot, the pot would break. I don't know, Bezman, I know all the pots would break right away, but that's what it seems the Metzius was then, that the pot would break. If the pot breaks, I can't charge schiris anymore. That's the end of the schiris. There's the broken pot. So um, it comes out that the chametz of the Gentile being in my pot is mekayim the pot and enables me to profit off the pot. It sounds like it's uh, extremely far-fetched, but this is the concept of Reitzah B'Kiyuma. Reitzah B'Kiyuma means is I'm Reitzah, I want B'Kiyuma, the existence of Shalchametz. I'm in a position where I want the Chametz to exist because it enables me to profit. I'm not being paid for the Chametz, I'm being paid for the pot. But the Chametz is Mekayim the pot. The Chametz keeps the pot in existence and enables me to charge money on the pot. That's the Matthias. In other words, when I rent a warehouse to a Gentile, he has to pay rent. If there's chametz inside the warehouse, or no chametz inside the warehouse, it has no bearing on me. He has to pay rent. It doesn't, the chametz doesn't enable me to charge rent on the warehouse. The fact that I signed the lease um, it, it enables me to charge rent on the warehouse if I own the warehouse. And the chametz doesn't con- make that the lease continues. So that has nothing to do with rights But if you have a, a situation where there's a pot on a fire, the chametz enables that this 
schirus of the pot continues, and that's called roitze bekiyuma, and that is asr. Just an example of such a musig. The Gemara in Avayt Zara says that if a guy owes you money, and he has no ability to pay, so he says, I'm going to sell my Avayt Zara, which and from that money I'll be able to pay you. The Gemara says you can't take that money. That's right. The Yid is now in a position where he wants the existence of Avayt Zara, so that because through the selling of the Avayt Zara, he's able to recuperate his loan, which wasn't even connected to the Avayt Zara. And that's another. That's the same that similar concept of rights A person cannot be in a, in a position where he is benefiting of the existence of chametz because he's, the existence of chametz is enabling him to profit. Okay, so let's walk through um, some of the cases. If if a person has a business that requires chametz to exist, requires chametz to exist. Um, a person has, let's say, a nursing home. A person has an assisted living home or something like that, and he has to serve food, and including in that, he has to serve chametz. Or if he doesn't have to serve chametz, but he's serving chametz, and he has to serve food. No one said that the guy had to serve, had to cook chametz in the pot. But the point is, is that if he's, he has to serve food, and he's using chametz as that function of serving food. So now we have an issue that he's right to be kiyuma. He's right to be kiyuma. He, he even if he doesn't own. I'm talking about if he doesn't own the food. If he has an a, an outside uh, food service come in and serve the food, and he doesn't ever take possession of the food. He's not even an issue of balyura. He doesn't own the chametz. But the point is, is that the chametz is mekayim his business. And there's many many examples of such a thing. Where where chametz can be mekayim a person's business, or even if he sells the business, or he sells it for for, for, for yamtiv, but but he he receives the money from that. So then then again he's 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 being nana. He's being nana from the chametz. A person really and Rabbi Asher writes this that when a person sells a business for Pesach, he should not take the profits that were created from chametz, no matter what he's doing. In the, in the sale of the business, but if he's if he's actually taking the money, he's taking he's taking he's being right to be kiyuma. Imagine, for example, a person has an office building, an office, and he and he sells it. For, for, we discussed this. Um, we discussed this at a different um, different discussion. A person should lease out his office or sell sell the business. But he sells the business. But in this business that he sells, there for, for Pesach, there's uh, vending machines. And the vending machines are selling chametz. And people are putting money into these vending machines and, and, and they're buying chametz. Now, he sold the business for Pesach. So it's not his vending machine because he sold it. But he never made any stipulation or any ability for the guy who bought the chametz to get the money from the vending machine. He comes in after Pesach when he bought the chametz back. He bought the, I'm sorry, he bought the business back. There's money sitting there that he's going to take and he has the right to take that that the sales of chametz on Pesach. He's being nether from 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 the chametz on Pesach, and he'll say it's not mistaker, but it, it might be and it might not be mistaker. But pashtus, it would be right to be kiyuma. Right to be kiyuma means is that he's in a position because even when he sold his business, he sold a business that sells chametz, or he sold a business like a nursing home. He's putting himself in a position. That if he gets the profits, 
he's always waits to be kiyuma on the on the on the chametz because he, the, by being the chametz existing, he's he's profiting. And a person should, when he sells a business, he should set it up in a way where he does not profit from the sale of chametz. And he does not profit from the existence of chametz. And if that means he doesn't take profit from the business on Pesach, then that's what it means. I had someone who called me, and he does cash advance, cash advancing to businesses, to Gentile businesses, which is very popular in the restaurant business. If a, um, a restaurant uh, has, a, has, a, has a fridge, or an oven, these, these Commercial, these commercial pieces, they can cost $100,000. Massive walk-in fridge. And the fridge breaks. So the restaurant is going to go out of business unless they quickly f- f- come up with financing to fix this fridge or fix this oven. So here you have a, a Yid who does cash advance. He, gives, he fronts the $100,000 and he gets the sales of the products until he recovers $100,000 plus his interest. Okay? Um, and the interest is astronomical because... because um, there's no real guarantee. There's no personal guarantee. And it's not even really called interest. What really it's called is you're purchasing future sales. So you give them 100000 and now you have a right to collect on the sales of the restaurant $130,000. Okay, and that's called cash advance. This person called me. He had, at, the, at Pesach, at the, at the point that he called me, which was on Pesach, he had over 20 pizza shops, Gentile pizza shops, that had his money, and he was getting on the sale of the pizza. The sale of the pizza on Pesach. Not because he owned the dough, but because he had a right to that, pro- to that money because he purchased those sales. He, he, he purchased the future sales by giving the 100000 I'm not sure if that's the Isser of taking, taking on the sale of Chometz, which is the Raisa, or if it's Mistakim Yisraeli, or just Mistakim, but it's one of them. And Zechariah Tzbikiyuma, he needs... To recover his his assets, so now he's going to say, I, "What do you mean?" So I, it's not my chametz. It's not. But he's been he's in a position where he's right to be kiyumushal chametz. He's mistaken misuri hana, and Pashas he can't take the profit. He can't take that on on Pesach. Now he said that he tells me he could hold up and not collect until after Pesach. He said there was a fortune of money. He stands to lose a lot of money. The cash flow and that will be an outrageous sum of money that he'd be he'd be losing out. And it's, it was, it was a very, it's very complicated how you could work out the payments on such a thing without being over on the Isser Hanna of Chametz. I'm just giving an example. If, it, if it's a person's in such a scenario, he has to speak to a, a, a Rav who's, who understands how these things work, how to, how to perhaps work out a go-around, the Makkim Hefzid Maruba, that he won't be Nene. But um, straight up, just taking that money would be an Isser, maybe an Isser maybe an Isser Rabbana, depending on how you're looking on it. But uh, it would be awesome. So that's the sugya of Isra Hanna from Chametz on Pesach.